Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Taboo. Taboo. Today is super special because we finally reached 10 episodes. I cannot believe this. Guys, in 2019 when I thought of this, and then I called Kristen and she was all about it. Mm -hmm. Like literally, I just never thought that it would have come to this point. It would have actually come to fruition for Mm -hmm. so long. I think I just procrastinated because I knew like I wasn't ready and I feel like Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. God had us. He was holding it down. And now we're at 10 episodes, 10 consistent episodes. Have not flopped since. Mm-hmm. And you, if y'all know me, y'all know I'm unreliable. So. She's not unreliable. <laughs> She's not that bad. But seriously, like, this is something that I'm so passionate about and that we're both passionate about. And mm-hmm. I hope you guys are enjoying. Thank you so much for tuning in week after week. We feel so loved. We feel so supported. And it's amazing to start the conversation that we have been. Yeah. Along those lines, for our 10th episode, I just wanted to give everybody a reminder to be safe and not to just think about yourself. COVID is still outside. Mm-hmm. And the vaccination, I know it's becoming more readily available. And by the summertime, all age groups should be able to get vaccinated if they choose to do so. But vaccination does not automatically mean that you will not get and transmit COVID. Mm. The chances are just lower. So just be careful, wear your mask, and don't be selfish. Absolutely. But on to today's episode. This is the main time where you actually can be selfish. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to be talking about why it can be or cannot be necessary to wait. Does that make sense? Why can? Wait for what? What are we waiting for? Oh, to wait for some sex. Right. Okay. <laughs> so you've gone through this then. Absolutely. I'm going through it right now. So why did you mm. choose to do that? Why did I choose to wait? Yeah. Not have sex? Yeah. With someone? Why did you choose <laughs> to be abstinent? Why did you choose to wait mm, to have sex? Like, okay. So I chose to be abstinent. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I did it was back in 2018. And mm-hmm. I don't think I've uh, really touched on this. But 2018 was kind of when I had, I don't want to use this term loosely, but I kind of had a mental breakdown because mm-hmm. I was just super unhappy with life. I was, I just felt like my whole life was trying to find someone to complete me. I did talk about this, sorry. Mm-hmm. And so I was trying, in that moment, my whole life was trying to find someone to complete me, but I was only doing that because I was unhappy with school. Mm-hmm. I was unhappy with my job. I was mm-hmm. unhappy with the way I looked and mm-hmm. I was unhappy with the way I felt right. about myself. So I was trying to find someone who would make me feel better about myself. I'd also recently just got out of a relationship. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of feeling lost as well. And then I realized, I was like, you know what? Girl, just focus on yourself. And I know we hear that all the time, especially black women. We always hear, focus on yourself, love yourself before going into a relationship. And as annoying as it is, it's so true. Because mm-hmm. I took that year to myself where I was talking to people, but I wasn't taking anything seriously. Right. And I just decided I'm not going to have any sex. And that was the moment where I realized I needed to get closer to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I started attending church. And I just wanted to kind of value it in a different way. And I think that's why I am the way I am now. Because... During that time, I just wanted sex to really mean something to me. Mm-hmm. And so that's the first time I went out. I became abstinent. Um, the second time was in 2019. Damn, it's, it's relationships mm-hmm. that's calling me to be mm-hmm. abstinent. These men hurt me so badly mm-hmm. that I literally go, close and shop. <laughs> we close and shop. We're closed. Yes. Indefinitely. In 2019, I had been through a really, really bad um, breakup. And so then for 2020, I decided that uh, probably around like February or so, I was going to be abstinent as well. Mm-hmm. It was definitely easier this time around because with 2018, I had temptations. I was going out um, and I had to constantly stop talking to people because I wasn't having sex with them because right. they were waiting for it. And I was like, I'm not doing that. And mm-hmm. they kind of like faded away. But with 2020, you know, all we could do was talk to people because right. we were in quarantine. Right. So it made it super, super easy um, not to be able to. I definitely did have some 
temptations during that time. Yeah, um, we but, know. Right. We know. If you're a listener, we know she broke her abstinence. We know. <laughs> later. I broke it, what, seven yeah, months later? Yeah, you made it, you made yeah. it for, far enough. Which Further is, than a lot of other people would. So funny. It's so funny because um, when I broke my abstinence, when I was talking to the guy when I first met him, <laughs> when I first met him, I linked up with him and I said, oh, I'm celibate. And he said, you selling a bit of what? <laughs> I'm like, not Yo, this. That was like, classic. That was my that was favorite line, line that anyone has ever said oh to me. Oh, my god! Because in that moment, I was like, why am I celibate? Selling a bit of what? Like, I'm not celibate of nothing, but maybe I... <laughs> maybe I, sh- I should? Yeah. Like, I was like, we I open. Think, right. Just <laughs> <laughs> got cookies. <laughs> I was really thinking about like, all right, you know what? I've done it for long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the biggest thing as to why I do abstinence, mm-hmm. um, for periods of time is just for a clearer mind, right? For to focus. Agreed. We don't realize how much time goes into uh, trying to finesse someone into bed. Uh, Guys, you have it worse, but girls too. It's like you just have constantly like being finessed. Also, yeah, it's like I need a break. Yeah, yeah. Just the struggle of having people chase you while you're already you might be going through stuff in other periods of life, and you start to realize what's important versus mm-hmm. what's not, mm-hmm. and. I think, like, the word that I keep bringing up in a few of the episodes is fulfillment. Like, are you fulfilled? Is sex that fulfilling? Mm. Is it at the top of your list? For some people, it may be. And yeah. I'm not judging those people. And yeah. I feel like if if, 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 if it's that for you, <laughs> I'm happy for you, bro. <laughs> Easy, bro. Go get yours. I wish it was that for me. Yeah. Honestly, I wish, I wish I didn't feel like it meant more to me than it does. Mm-hmm. It would probably take, take a lot away from, number one, the dating game, yep. the self-worth yep. journey. Journey, yep. all of that but you know what if that's if it's if that if the shoe fits mm. lace her up <laughs> and put on and run like you're the stupid person I seriously <laughs> so wait so then i have a question yeah have the men that you've been dating while you've chosen to be celibate been patient with you mm. while you're going well absent while you're going through that journey this is funny mm. only person who has ever been patient with me it's me. No, I'm <laughs> no dead ass. But the only person who's ever been patient with me was mm-hmm. also going through a period of right. abstinence. Because they, I feel like they just understand he that fu- it's deeper was, than. Yeah, we were right. doing it for the same exact reason, mm-hmm. and so it kind of motivated us. And it also just, like, it was just, it was, it's a lot of building your willpower. Yeah. I think that's really good as well because, like, if you can fight temptation, we have to fight temptation every single day from right. addiction, from anything that we do. Right. So if you can learn to fight, um. Your, your temptations yeah. and just like learn to not act on impulse. Mm. I think that's huge. And that's what we were both it's going through at the time. To, yeah, it's literally a part of growing up. Yeah. Stop being so impulsive and think before you do something. Right. Um, not saying that you can't have those times where you right. can be impulsive. Right. We're human. But it's like for the majority of the time, you can't just walk around having sex with everyone you find attractive. Right. You're going to go through something. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to get something. Right. <laughs> you're going to catch something. Right. You're running right. around looking for something. You're going to find it. Right. 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 So right now, I know you're going through it. Mm-hmm. How, what, what is, what are you learning so far? Um, honestly, this is just, this has been, I've done abstinence before. Yeah. So like when I lived in London, I did abstinence and I did it. Even when I returned home, I decided to just keep it shut. Um, and it was at that point in my life, it was really good for me because it was a me time. I was like, I again, I had gotten out of a relationship, yeah. and before going away, I had started dating and like flirting, and it was fun. But I, I too realized how stressful it was, mm. and that. I wasn't healed all the way. Yeah. And so I needed that time to heal. This time is different. 
I'm healed, baby. I'm good to go. Whatever you need, I can do for you. But that's not my problem. My issue is that I have a lot of goals that I'm trying to accomplish right now. Mm -hmm. And I've been the person standing in my own way. Mm -hmm. And so in that regard, at this point, I'm just trying to remove all distractions so that I have no one else to blame but myself. Like, I have no choice but to look in the mirror and be like, okay, it's not happening because you have a boyfriend. Mm. It's not happening because you're dating. It's not happening because you're spreading yourself too thin. It's happening because... You got issues. Mm. Um, <laughs> so that's more so why I'm trying to do that right now. Also, because I've just seen that in this moment of time, I've just realized it's not that important. Yeah. I'm struggling. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, you know. Sometimes you want that love yeah, and a little bit. I didn't struggle this much before, but I've realized it is a major stress reliever. Yeah. When it's good. When it's good. When it's not good, it's a complete... That's another part of the absence thing. That's a waste of damn time. Yes, because you start realizing that everyone doesn't deserve the goodness that you can give them. Absolutely. So I'm at a point where I'm like, yo, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I'll do it. But is it worth it, though? Exactly. Is it worth it? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I've just realized on my list of things that are worth it and not, this isn't if I don't have someone that's not providing exactly what I need them mm-hmm. to provide. That doesn't mean a relationship necessarily, but just, like, fulfillment again. Like, yeah. I need to get something from you other than, like, that. But, you know, I don't know how this long is going to last. I said to all my friends that I'm taking it three months at a time. Yeah. Every three months, I'm going to reevaluate where I'm at. Um, I finished my first three months in February, and then March started, and I was like, I don't know if the goals are going to be another three, <laughs> but I'm going to just try to make it to the end of March, yeah. like, because I'm trying to take it one month at a time. Because I feel like once you reach, once you get to the hump, you're like, okay, three months. You did three months, like, valid. I can right. do another three months. If right. I did it for three months already, I can keep going. Right. My only thing, though, is that, mm-hmm. like, I wish people could realize that taking about an absence for a certain period of time, it's not as terrible as you may think it is. Right. Think of how much time guys have to spend, like we said, trying to finesse someone, mm-hmm. trying to talk to someone, trying to get them into the bed. It's like, guys, just take a moment. Girls as well. Take a moment, just think about that. Like, how long have you spent getting to know someone before you're like, all right, right. you know, maybe I should. Because it takes forever. Mm-hmm. So if you took those, the amount of time that you did in the day looking at every single girl that you a could possibly, suitor, literally, a possible suitor or whatever it is, if you took all that time that you spent doing that and put mm-hmm. it towards something that you actually cared about, put it towards, you know, I'm not even going to go into LLC Twitter, but like put right. it towards a business or, just you know, just something that you're really passionate about, right. you would be so successful. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's why I do my vows of absence sometimes because it's like, I know I'm not putting everything in there. Like you said, it's a right. distraction. Yeah. For people that aren't in a relationship, it's like, I don't want to say for everybody it's filling a void, but for somebody that you don't have a commitment to, it's not exclusive, it feels like work mm-hmm. because while you may be just relieving like stress you're also trying to secure some kind of exclusivity Mm -hmm. sometimes yeah and that can be a lot of work and that gets tiring if there's no if there's if you can't guarantee the gold at the end of the rainbow then it's like damn this is a lot of work right now when it's ready it'll come Mm -hmm. that's that's kind of how i feel about it absolutely so let me ask you have the guys that Mm -hmm. you've uh dealt with during those periods of time were they understanding were they patient Yes, but also it's a weed out process. Okay, so for example, right? This is something that makes me realize who's real and who's not. So I have a lot of, like, the guys that I communicate with, for the most part, even my friends to this day, are people that, like, there has obviously been romantic interest there, either presently or in the past or whatever the case may be. And I've known these people for years. And in the beginning, it may have been that. But when we realize either it's not the time 
or we're not right for each other for mm-hmm. other reasons, we respect that and we move on. There's no tension. There's no, like, pressuring me to do stuff. Even with the guys that I date, it's the same thing. I think um, a word of advice, or not even advice, but just something I've realized is that if you really care about somebody, you really want to get to know them, you don't rush anything. Mm. Even for guys, like, guys, right, right, right. Just right. hear me out, hear me out, hear listen, me out, hear me out. to this one. If you see a girl that you think is fine mm. and you start to talk to her, she has a good sense of humor. Basically, she has everything you want, but you know you're not ready for her or you know the time is not right now. Don't do it. Mm. Leave her alone. Make a friend out of her. Be her friend. Be somebody that she loves and cares about. And there's a special relationship there so that later on down the line, you know she's the girl for you. Mm-hmm. You know you'll circle back around mm-hmm. and she'll be the one for you. Everything that's for you is going to be for you. What I can't stand is men that see women. That And they see their potential and how good they are and how great they can be. And they ruin it because mm. you're so worried about sex. And you're so worried about, like, seizing the moment and seizing the attraction yep. and, and ruining something that could potentially be fantastic romantically. If you just take your yes, time. Yes, take your time. That's why you wait. This is also what I've been told by a lot of guys, though, mm-hmm. is that when they first meet someone who they see that future with, who they want to be better for, who they want to do all that stuff with, Sex is not the first thing that comes to their mind. But that's the but that's my point though. If you realize that and you see that this person has potential, don't ruin it yeah. by rushing into having sex. That's so true. There's no point. Yeah. That's why I never say never when it comes to guys. I never say never about having friends. And it's not a friend zone thing. That's what I want to be clear. Like we're grown now. Yeah. It's not about me friend zoning you. It's about one, not wanting to ruin a relationship that we have now because what's for me is always going to be for me. Okay. I'm okay with being your friend and seeing you sleep with multiple people rather than you sleep with me and ruin something that we could have in the future. Mm-hmm. I'd rather you just keep me in your pocket. Right. You understand? And it's, Don't, it's also the most unattractive thing when a guy just keeps pressuring and pressuring uh, and pressuring. So gross. Like, literally. And it's like, even if you tell them, you know, I'm just not ready yet. I'm just yeah. not ready yet. Like, you just keep bringing it up. Like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you want to bring me some flowers? Yeah, like, do you want to take me on a date? Mm-hmm. Like, those are more attractive to me. Then I'm, I'm, I'm going to start, you know, moving my leg open. If you, <laughs> the moment you say, oh, I want to do kiss you up and down da, 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 da. I wanna <laughs> lick you from your head to your toe like, and I wanna <laughs> the, the door's on the left baby Word. cause my legs are closed shop mm-hmm. is closed we're close to business like if you let a I feel like this is an unknown rule if you let a woman bring up a woman bring up sex before you do you are guaranteed to have yeah. sex with that woman yeah like what women and woman be kicking my ass <laughs> Damn, babe. That's rough. That, I can't uh, relate. Woman. Woman. <laughs> this shit is crazy. But it's so it's so nice to me. Like, guys, the easiest thing that you can do is not bring up sex to a woman. Mm-hmm. She's gonna sit she's gonna sit there and be like, Why? What's going on? Mm-hmm. Why hasn't he said something? Does mm-hmm. he not want me? Boom. She's gonna turn it on. Yeah, if she wants it, she'll ask for it. So going back, you mentioned like the weed out process. Mm-hmm. I think this is huge mm-hmm. because when I hold out for a while before when I first meet someone because I just want to get to know them, it mm-hmm. makes me realize that I actually, I either don't like them mm-hmm. more than I thought or I do like them more mm-hmm. than I thought. So how does holding out mm-hmm. affect like your view or the other guy's view? Okay, so like at first I think to myself, well, if a guy really likes me, then he'll wait, right? Mm-hmm. But actually, like, I know so many times, like, think about how many times that you thought a guy liked you and you waited a little bit longer than you would have liked to because you wanted to make sure he liked you, and then he ended up not liking you and he ended up dipping anyway. Not me crying. No- <laughs> 
yo, <laughs> hysterically. Nah, right? that just triggered me. Because yo. like we think if we make somebody wait, it's definite. Like yo. they have to like me. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so like that, you think it's a weed out process, which it partially is. Because mm-hmm. the bright side about being older is that men that really like you at this age are only going to wait if they see some potential. Right. Because at this point and in this society, we've realized that sex is basically at your fingertips if you want it that badly. Absolutely. If you want it, you can go get it. And that and it's crazy because it's become so accessible, so much so that you don't have to be with a girl that you like. Mm-mm. Like, it's very easy for you to hit up anybody and be like, yo. What's the <laughs> word? To slide? Yeah, like, <laughs> it's very easy. So... I know that in regards to sex, if a guy really likes me, one, he's not going to pressure me, so he's going to wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, like, if he really didn't want to be here, he'd probably did. Mm. At this age. Granted, that's not a rule for everybody. Yeah. Because, like, some men are still like, yo, we don't have to do anything. But I think part of that also, as usual, comes down to, like, just plain old communication. Mm-hmm. Like, what what do you want out of this relationship? What, what do you think, though? Like, I... Because based off, well, obviously we could talk based off experience, but it's not just about our experiences. It's mm-hmm. also just like the truth. At this age, grown men are really not going to wait unless they like you. Right. Because they know I can hit anybody else up and I could get what I want. Grown men, I will say, but yeah. sometimes guys our age, I think we all for, fall for potential. Yeah. And I've seen guys our age do that as well. Absolutely. They keep grinding. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, these DMs sometimes, you talking to yourself, baby. <laughs> You're talking to yourself, and they still keep going mm-hmm. because they're thinking one day on a one cold day, Saturday night, she, ain't got nothing she else might to do. just answer. Exactly. So they keep going, and they keep grinding, they keep grinding, they keep going at it. So that's why I feel like even so, if a guy doesn't even like you, he just wants to smash, he He's will so convince wait. himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, worth it. Yeah, it's worth it, so I'll wait, right. and I'll keep going. My only problem with this is that you hurt the girl, and that's right. why I'm so upset. So now what I try to do is just get to know someone you know mm-hmm. as much as i can and if i can't you know i'm physically attracted to them obviously i'm gonna do what i got to do but what i realized is that holding out for me it puts things in perspective for me because i realize that i can get to know that person for yeah. who they truly are yeah. instead and like really focus on their actions mm-hmm. and then putting their actions behind their words instead of just listening to the words mm-hmm. and so by holding out i realized that i like I said before, I like this person to a certain extent. Right. Or I actually don't like this person. Mm-hmm. Or if you hold out sometimes, they show you who they truly are. Yeah. Uh, now, there's definitely some truth to that. Like, yeah. There's definitely truth to the whole, if I wait, then I get to see if he really likes me. Yeah, because they'll convince themselves that, yo, when I tell you when a man needs to nut, he's a different man. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. And I think people think that it's really corny to say, if I wait, then I get to see if like he likes me. Or if I give it up too soon, then he won't like me anymore. But the truth is, like, there, it goes even further than that because even during sex, right? Mm. You get to see if somebody likes you during sex. Yeah. I mean that from the bottom of my heart, right? Because granted, some men just don't know what they're doing. Yep. But men, I'm sorry then, some boys don't know what they're doing. Period. But men, when they like you, they make it very clear in bed that they like you. You are no longer just cla- like nut. You're mm-hmm. not. You're not just an experience or a way to get off. I don't, how do I say this? 
I don't know if anybody's going to relate, so just hear me out. Making love doesn't have to mean that you're in love with somebody. That's a fact. Making love can just be a super intimate experience shared between two people that are both passionate about what's going on right now because they care about each other. There's like a genuine, even if it's surface level, even if you're not in love, even if you've only been dating for a few weeks or just seeing each other, this is your fourth date. Sometimes the vibe is just there and you can tell in bed if a man is trying to make love to you because Mm. he wants you to come back Mm -hmm. and he wants you to care about him. Or if this is just a nut. Mm. Except for the select few yeah. who literally cannot turn off the intimacy. Yeah. Because I know a couple of people yeah. who just cannot do that and yeah. they will be intimate with every single person and be like, I actually have no feelings Absolutely. for you. But I think when you get to a certain point of maturity, obviously this is, I'm just generalizing, but when you get to a certain point of maturity, you know who you want to come back right. and how you're going to make them want to come Absolutely. back. Because how somebody treats you in bed shows how they care about you mm. for real even late like men let me tell you something right now some girls like to give oral to every guy there's a few of us out there <laughs> that don't okay <laughs> and there's a few of us out there that we're, not to say that we won't do it at all but whatever you're getting if you go and tell your boys like that shit was trash it was intentional mm. it was we know what we know how to turn it off mm-hmm. and on. it was intentional we weren't sitting there like oh like you know like i gave him the best of my no, I knew I didn't give you the best because you didn't make me feel cared about. So guess what? You get in the least of the least. I'm sitting here dumbfounded because what? I should start doing that. No, seriously. Because here's my thing, right? The women that men put on a pedestal in bed are the ones they choose to give head to. Which is so annoying. And so I'm not trying to be petty, but if that's what y'all are going to do, yep. I need you at, at your big age to realize it's just as essential for us mm. as it is for you. You know, I don't want this to turn into a sex episode. No. But this, is, this is what happened to me this a while ago. This is my abstinence. Boom. Ready? So I was shocked, y'all. This man <laughs> had me messed up. Anyway, we're linking whatever. And um, this is a friends with benefits. And he goes, oh, you know, I don't give. Mm-hmm. This is when I was finally finding my voice in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't give head to anyone who's not my girlfriend. So guess I don't what, give it at all. No, no. Guess what this man pretended to ask me to do what? for him? Give him some head. Dub. I said, go to hell. <laughs> I said, look you, at you. You know what you could do? Go to hell. Go to, you the, could go to hell. Go to hell. Mm-hmm. Come back. Tell me how this go back. <laughs> you got me messed up. I said, are you dumb? You saying what you don't do because somebody's not a girlfriend is what? an issue. Number The first thing I see an issue with is, okay, so you don't think enough of me to think that I deserve per. that kind of Period. experience in bed. Mm-hmm. But number two, you have issues. <laughs> Like, you have a huge issue. If you think you are only supposed to receive. And I and you wanted to state that yes. and let it be known. Out loud. Oh, you're bugging. Oh, You're bugging. Nah. You know what you can do? Never see me again. Yep. You'll and never see me again. Guess what? Haven't spoken to him it, since. While I say that you can't expect everybody to be down for what you're down for, mm-hmm. I do think it's a conversation and you can't. Like you said, it's just not fair to say, oh, I don't do this. I don't right. do this. But I want it, though. It's like. That's the same thing as guys. Just FYI, guys. It's the same thing as you being like, if she can't afford Ruth Chris on her own, then I'm not doing it. Right. Cool. No problem. So if you can't get downstairs <laughs> and open up the door, <laughs> okay, and get ready, I'm not doing it either. You it's know, that simple. This is, a, I hope someone feels me on this too, but while we're on this, like, just this whole topic of how we change perspectives, mm-hmm. For me, I hope someone feels me because I feel like I'm a certified lover boy. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. Like, I get love goggles. Like, so we, we're talking about that? when the sex is bad, but like right. when the sex is good uh-huh. and it's like, I didn't 
damn, I what? can't, I can't move forward anymore. Now it, it's the only thing on my mind. Oh, I want it again yeah. and again and, and me again and yeah. again. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if I do it early on and it's really good, it's hard for me to see your flaws. Mm. And it's like, mm. then I can't be a good judge of character anymore because I like what You've you're doing to given, me. Yeah. Right. In that sense. So I'm thinking it's fine. And that happens to me a lot with like a friends with benefit situation. Cause I always go into one. I'm like, it's cool. I'm gonna get what I want. I'm gonna go. Next thing you know, I'm planning a wedding and it's sad. It's okay. sad. <laughs> so now you confuse me because I do understand that whole like, once it's good, you you stop paying attention to the red flags thing. Yeah. But then my next question was going to be, is it really red? Because you said this was a friends with benefits situation. Yeah. Is it red flags if they're not going to be your lover? I think it had turned into a friends with benefits situation because we did it so early on. I can I can honestly admit that. Okay. But because I think with even with someone who I am, am taking seriously, like the moment I do that, again, I can no longer see. Yeah, that I understand. It's just like, like I said, though, I guess like this is just us learning. So like the thing that makes me, I don't know, the thing I take away from that story the most is, okay, like we have to communicate and take our time. See if this is somebody that you want to be friends with benefits with mm-hmm. or if this is somebody like you could see potential. I don't know. I guess it's That's just hard, a me though, thing. That's hard, though, because yes, even the friends with benefits could that. turn into. Because you know, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I know me, you know me. Yeah. I know from jump, like, what you're going to be, what you're not yeah. going to be. So it's hard. So along the lines of abstinence, you know, society has these mm-hmm. rules for women sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they always say, if you inflict these rules, the relationship will be more beneficial to you in the end. Mm-hmm. One of these rules is not having sex on the first night. Mm-hmm. What the hell is that about? Okay. I know that, like, people's typical reasons is, like, you know, the old-timey, traditional, you know, it's not ladylike to have sex on the first night. Mm -hmm. It makes them, it shows, it's, like, ho-ish. I personally don't care about that rule anymore because I've heard men from their own mouth say, I don't give a damn about you being a ho if we have sex on the first night. The bottom line is, if the vibe is there, then the vibe is there. Not not to you men that create the vibe and make the vibe and then force it. No, I'm not talking to y'all. I'm talking to y'all when you go on a date or you go hang out for the first time and the vibes are immaculate. Mm-hmm. And there's no denying that there's chemistry there. And you both genuinely feel like, all right, this is what I want to do. Right. I know I haven't known you for that long, but I just feel good about this. Right. I'm not talking about the post mm. stuff that comes with it. That That's a whole other conversation. But I'm out of that like that mindset so now what i think about for me is respect like Mm. it's a respect thing if i go on like a first or second date with you i'm putting that all in the same category and you bring up sex to me it is it could be depending on the situation a sign that you don't respect me Mm -hmm. as a person Mm. not even as a woman but just as a person because if if this is someone you like you had a great time with them you know that you want to keep getting to know them and Scratch all of that. Just out of like a, I don't want to say, I don't want to say like a class thing, but it's like, if you think of me as a woman, if you think of me as like a lady that you respect, then you won't bring up sex on the first date. You will just let it happen the way it's supposed to happen, which goes back up to your point of if a woman brings it to you, it's in the bag. Yeah. Wait until she, if this is someone you like, wait until she says it to you. Because otherwise, what you've done is kind of shown that you lack a little bit of respect. Mm -hmm. But even on top of that, obviously there's the obvious developing feelings. Like we want some kind of security. And even with security, the emotional security, I, for me, it's always about health first. It's always about health first. Absolutely. Because I want to know some things. I don't, not your body count. I don't care about that. I just want to know about your current standing health 
right now. Mm-hmm. I want to know if the last time you've been checked, the last time you've been tested, if you typically wear condoms, and specifically if you're sleeping with anybody else right now. Yep. Not because I'm going to be like, oh, I'm not sleeping with you, but because now we need to make adjustments because here's how I do things. Mm-hmm. If we're having sex and it's great, mm. I don't want you having sex with anybody else. Leanna and I might have different reasons. Mine is literally solely about health because I can't trust you. I know that if you're spending time with somebody else in bed, there's a chance that if you like them, the condom's coming off. Yep. Because that's how it happens. Yep. I'm not even asking because I want you all to myself. Not emotionally. I'm asking because I will be damned if I let a man slip up and put me at jeopardy for anything regarding my health because I didn't take the time to get to know you, number one, or ask the proper questions. Mm. And oftentimes, like, anything that has to do with, like, sexual health doesn't come up on the very first date. So, dub. Yep. But if you open use a condom, then, then, you know. But also, that's something that, that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, y'all. because that's for a whole me, nother conversation. y'all know me, I'm miss emotional. <laughs> so, once I like something... Nobody else. I don't like to share. Yeah, I get it. I'm selfish. So mm-hmm. once I like something, I'm, I'm selfish. No, for real. Like I want you all to myself. Like mm-hmm. literally, for me, it's obviously the health, but it's also just like yeah. I'm not sharing nobody that I I truly like. If it's like a again a friends of benefit situation, for me though, in those situations, uh, it's hard because I'd be like ignorance is bliss. Yeah, like, I don't want to hear about it as long as you're being safe and stuff like that. Of course, when it comes to my health, yeah, that's when it changes. But it's rough to say as the friends of benefits if you if you don't know that they're sleeping with other people. If yeah. it's just left up in the air, it's rough to be like I don't want to know because. What if it comes off with you? You know there might be some feelings there. How could you possibly expect the person you're sleeping with to be like, yeah, I definitely use condoms with the other girls that I'm, I'm sleeping with every single time, but I treat them the way I treat you, which means there's possible feelings there. Mm. No, sorry. Mm. I just need to know. And I might not even get rid of you, but now it's my choice. It's my choice to keep sleeping with you and to decide what we're doing. That's a fact. I think it took me a really long time to even get to that level of, freedom and understanding um <laughs> week not nah, really though freedom and understanding um not just within like the multiple partners mm-hmm. uh thing but also just on having sex on night one because yeah you guys know i'm a certified lover boy like at this point if you have not heard this entire podcast you should know by now like this is how i am and the way i view sex is um just very like emotional old, emotional yeah. and old-fashioned a little bit so just because of my upbringing but I genuinely feel like it took me a really long time to get to where I am now, where I'm like, if I'm going to have sex with someone, I'm going to have sex with someone. Right. And Mm -hmm. I had to, but the only problem I have with this is that when I have sex with someone on night one, I have to fight, like, fists, Yeah, to see them for who they really are. Not even that, like, just to tell myself that you don't regret the decision. That you gave it up, that you didn't give it up too quickly. Mm -hmm. That you didn't, because at the end of the day, there's nothing to give up, give up. Like, women, I hate that. I hate the fact that there's like, it's like, oh, I'm I'm giving it up too quickly. How about, let's turn it around for a second. This nigga gave it up too quickly. (laughs) This nigga is easy. Like, he's so easy. And I'm sorry. That only when I'm making fun of you guys, I will call you guys niggas. But seriously, like, you guys are so easy. You know how, you know how easy it is if you're bored one day mm-hmm. to link somebody? You have to convince a girl. Like, really put the moves on her. All this stuff. But with guys, like, you can link him right away. And it's, it's so easy to get mm-hmm. him into bed. So when it comes to that stuff, I feel like I have to constantly fight myself and tell myself, you know, it's okay. Yeah. You can do this. There's nothing... Your value is not tied to sex. Right. Your worth is not tied to sex. It's all a mindset. It really is. It's about how you see yourself. And you have to understand that if you've been the best version of yourself, you cannot 
hold your self-worth accountable by how somebody else treats you. Mm. Like, if you came to the table 100% and was like, I knew I was a good person, I came to this honest, I did my best, Mm -hmm. and I liked you, but it didn't work out, that's not on you. That's not a reflection of your self-worth or the lack thereof. It's because the guy is just not the one for you. He just wasn't, he wasn't good enough for you. And I think even, like, this, I don't think everybody pays attention to, like, evolution and, like, I know, it's history again. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, but the truth is, like before we became like this civilized domesticated society there was a lot of risk that went into having sex because Mm -hmm. there wasn't birth control there weren't condoms and even like once there were condoms you still have to worry about the condom breaking and birth control and plan b that wasn't always around that's a very recent thing in the grand scheme of things and so for women the emotion behind it goes into knowing that if i get pregnant I'm stuck with this baby. Not only do I have to carry it for nine months, but then I have to heal after that and I have to take care of it. Mm. The men, y'all get to pick and choose what you want to do. Yep. You get to pick and choose whether you want to leave us or stay. And not just that, but financial stability. Like there's a big burden that yeah. comes with having a child. And so evolutionarily, it's like, okay, I know that if I have sex with this guy, there's a possibility I may be left with a gift that I did not ask for <laughs> or a gift that I did not accept. And so... That you cannot return. Yes. And so over time, what we've realized is, okay, now enters the chat birth control. Now enters the chat abortion. Mm-hmm. Now enters the chat plan B. Mm. We have options. And so what we've seen happen, because this even goes into dating, right? Where it's like, we're looking at each other like, damn, why can't we find a boyfriend? Like, mm-hmm. why why can't we find somebody that wants to be exclusive? Mm-hmm. Here's here's why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here's why. Because as women have gotten, like, you know, more mature and technology has had advanced and, like I said, all those things entered into the chat, we've now been able to express our desire as it comes. Absolutely. So now you have, back in the day, it was... For the most part, let's just look at it like as 100%. 100% of women were saying, okay, no, I don't want to have sex because I know that there's a possibility I could get pregnant. Now let's say 50% of us realize I like free sex. (laughs) I like doing all these things. And there's no, if I don't want to have a baby, I don't have to. If I don't want to be committed, then I don't have to. Yep. Um, We now leave the group and we're now on like the I'm focusing on desire side. So you have 50% of people saying like I want exclusivity, I want a man. And you have 50% of people saying I'm with all the shits, Mm -hmm. right? What happened then with men is that men are looking at us like, we've always been with the shit. Right. So you have a really small amount of men for women that want exclusivity, mm. but you have a ton of men that are like, I'm, I'm with it. You I'm with options. all of it. You right. all the options in the world. And so that's why it's like, I don't know if y'all listen to Jasmine Sullivan, but she came out with a song. It's called Girl Like Me featuring her. Those are my two favorite artists. Her. And they're basically talking about how like, y'all want us to be a hoe. Mm-hmm. You talk about like, oh, I want a woman who's like this. I want this. But what you really want is a hoe. Now, in one hand, like it looks great, right? Because like, at least we're able to exercise our desire. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. But at the same time, when we're ready for exclusivity, we're waiting until y'all are like ready to pass away to give it to yep. us. Because you you have now realized that you have so many women at your fingertips that are open and okay with their sexuality. Why would I ever be exactly? Tied down and to it's one. a beautiful thing, but it's also really hard to deal with because you still have a lot of women who want the exclusivity, mm-hmm. even in their twenties or thirties. It's like we're still waiting for yeah. y'all to grow up and be yeah. like, okay, I want something. I want something a little bit more permanent. I want something a little bit more exclusive. And I know we all get caught up because I certainly do. Mm. Where I'm like, y'all create this society where. You want me to be outside 24-7, having the time of my life. Ugh. But then at the, in the same breath, you want to down-talk us. This is why I'm so confused. Why yeah. are they in charge That's of why. how we should be? Mm-hmm. That's why. And I hate talk. 
I don't so the wanna... gatekeeper is a marriage, ultimately, and, like, and exclusivity. And I hate that societal... Norms? Societal norms. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for the word. Societal norms that have been put in place are so hard to break. Absolutely. To the point where women, even that 50% of women who are liberal and who are, like, you know, able to be with multiple men and want to be outside, there's also a small point, a portion of them that have to, they feel the need to keep that a secret. And I yeah. feel like that's definitely, I'm in that pool sometimes. Yeah. Because it's like... Where we're forcing ourselves to be something that we're not. We're forcing ourselves to... To just the, accommodate to yeah, what society's doing. Be who, yeah, be who we're told we're supposed to be mm-hmm. instead of be who, who we want to be. Right. And it's so annoying because it's like, I just feel like it's so backwards. Mm-hmm. It's so backwards at the fact that they kind of determine our worth. And so that's why I understand why people say, you know, love yourself and all that stuff. But when it comes to our relationships, at the end of the day, we are waiting for the man to ask right. for our hand in marriage. We're waiting for him to ask him to be, to be our boyfriend. Like, mm-hmm. we have to wait for them to tell us that we are, you know, kind of worth it. Mm-hmm. Worth it for them to say no to all the, like, the plethora of options that they have. We have a plethora of men as well. But you were lucky enough to be chosen by me. <laughs> so why don't you feel worthy? You should know right away then. Yeah. And then, like, you're right. You're right. It's sad that we, like, have to accommodate. Yeah. But what I will say is I, too, have accommodated. It's a learning process because yeah. I go back and forth. You already know this. But I remember in 2016, I believe it was, Sis's album came out mm-hmm. and The Weeknd was on it, the song The Weeknd. Mm. And men were dragging her. Mm. And when we were singing the lyrics, it was like, she's a hoe, she's promoting being a hoe. Let me tell you something about this song. I'm gonna bring it up a thousand times because this whole album speaks to me mm. and Summer Walker talks the same kind of messages. The song The Weeknd talks about how the woman shouldn't be mad at me because I'm also with your man. Your man is my man. My man is your man. Here's why. Because he wants both of us. And in this society, we have to learn to take what we can get and feel empowered by it. Instead of getting mad at the next girl, feel empowered by the fact that you have the agency to pick and choose what you want to take from him. Mm -hmm. And so she's okay with being the weekend because she's like, girl, I don't want him anyway. I only want what he's good at giving me. Mm -hmm. And I'm okay with taking that. And I think... Like, the whole city girl's picture that's painted is not really my style with the whole take from him what you want and dip. Yeah. But that's also kind of what we're getting from SZA and even from Summer Walker and other artists like her and Girl Like Me. You're being asked to embrace the power that comes with being a woman today. And where it's like, I totally get it. We both, Leanna and I both come from homes where our parents have been married forever. Mm -hmm. They've been sweethearts forever. And so the bar is set. Sweethearts? Right. (laughs) <laughs> the bar is set where it's like we we ultimately want that kind of love too yeah. we want old school love we want the love that's going to last the test of time mm. but what's difficult is the fact that we live in a society where nobody really has to do anything anymore yeah. and even though it's a great thing because we live quote unquote in a free country it's also difficult because we often question whether what we're doing is what we want to do or what we've been socialized to do. Exactly. So it's super hard, but then I just wonder, like, do you think that society today still really follows these guidelines of, like, waiting until after the first date or the 90-day rule? Mm. What do you think about those? Like, do you think we still follow them? First of all, I love you, Steve Harvey, but you can go to hell for that dumbass 90-day rule. What was his 90-day rule? He wrote in that um, book, like, Think Think Like like a Man. man. Yeah, Yeah, he he said the 90-day rule. And even when they turned it to a movie. For women? Yeah. Okay. And even the movie. And this is what I hate. Why is it directed towards women? Mm -hmm. Yo, I'm about to start yelling. Mm -hmm. Why is it directed towards women? We're men, keep your legs closed. Right. Keep your legs closed for, 30, for 90 days. See mm-hmm. if you actually like her. Because I promise you, you probably won't. <laughs> you probably won't. Okay, but here's here's something, right? Fine. 
I I get it, right? But there are multiple studies that have been done about like having sex before um, an emotional commitment has formed, which in the studies were like um, symbolized as saying "I love you." Mm-hmm. So before that and after that, mm. right? Or without it, like mm. having sex before an "I love you" happened, or having sex after an "I love you" has happened. Mm. And the study showed it was done at like I think the University of Illinois. The study showed that. People that had sex after saying I love you had a stronger and more long-term relationship. Mm. And it was positive. Like the positive, even if they broke up, it ended on a good note. Damn. But it was the opposite for those that had sex first and then eventually developed an I love you or an emotional commitment. And here's why I'm confused, right? (laughs) Because living in this world, we've seen stories where it's like, like, I don't want to call them miracles, but they're almost miracles because we're transitioning from a society that's super traditional, keep your legs closed, to one that's like, be free if, mm-hmm. if love comes and it comes right mm-hmm. so like it's shocking to see and like for us that people can have sex on the first date and then like fall in love like yeah. but it's kind of a norm now because on social media all you talk about is sex all you talk about yeah. is relationships but at the same time it really does show that that emotional bond means something mm-hmm. now like these are studies right so in a way they're like mm, a biased population sample what i will say though mm-hmm. is Sex brings a level of intimacy mm-hmm. to the relationship before right. you created the emotional intimacy. Right. And that's why I understand these. Yeah. I'm not against the 90-day rule at mm-hmm. all, as you guys have heard. And I'm not against waiting. I'm just saying that it should go both ways. Right. As I do with, uh, as most of my stances are, I think it should go both ways. Where yeah. a guy should feel like he should wait as well. Absolutely. It shouldn't be like, oh, have the guys been patient? It's like, yeah. have you been patient? You well, know? okay. So see, I, I just wanted to like look up. Okay. So then what should we do? Like, what's your advice then? Like, should we be waiting the 90-day rule? And what I saw a psychotherapist came up with was just take your time, whatever that means. Right. Whatever that means. And so what the article was saying and what the study was saying was that there has to be an agreed emotional connection, mm. not a one-sided emotional connection. Mm. It has to be something where it's like, it doesn't have to necessarily take three weeks or 90 days yeah. or three whatever the case may be. It could be two weeks, yeah. but you guys have to be on the same page. Right. And that's so what, like- That's why it goes back to communication. Yes. It literally, it's like you have to kind of establish. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us go into situations and especially first dates, like this could go somewhere or this is not going anywhere, right. you know? Mm-hmm. I think, but- this is opening a can of worms because mm-hmm. then it goes back to what the first date is centered around. Right. So if you're taking me out to dinner, I'm going to think sex is not on my mind at all. Right. But if you might be to the crib. I know it's, it's on Like we mind. said before. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of just like read the room mm-hmm. at that point. And I know everyone says, you know, go with your gut, go with a gut feeling. Sometimes I will be honest, my gut doesn't talk to me. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if I'm on my own, I got to really think. <laughs> right. Right. And if I got to really think, I'm going to say, okay, well, you know, this guy has done X, Y, Z. What I can say is focus on actions rather right. than words. That's, right. something that's a huge thing that I've learned. Guys can say anything to you. Mm-hmm. Women too. Women can say the world to you. Mm-hmm. They can promise you the world and things will obviously, like things can go wrong. Mm-hmm. What I will say to all of you who are listening, and if you learn anything from me, it's that just listen to them and wait for them to actually act upon any of their words. Their words that they're saying. Right. But even, I think to avoid some of these issues, right, is like I was reading up on this kind of stuff, mm-hmm. even in school, and the suggestions were to, by getting getting to know your partner will allow you to experience a first kiss, 
do actual activities together so you get yeah. to know if you actually like them and then building expressions of commitment if you're able to build on those even like the simplest of things right like how many times ladies mm-hmm. how many times has a guy been like i want to take you out does he give you a date nope no nope. does he give God. you a time okay cool maybe y'all set a date for the first date set this is a date what I'm saying. Time. actions behind the words mm-hmm. and then when he, he's like i want to see you again okay Give me a date. Right. Give me a time. Right. Those are even like small commitments, but not just that. They'll give you a date in their time. Let's say, let's hope that they don't flop on them. Mm. It's guys like that, not the last minute cancelers, because the last minute cancelers consistently show you that you're not a priority. Yep. They're, you know, when you really like somebody, and so you're looking forward all week to the day that you see them, uh. or the weekend that you're gonna see them. Child, I haven't felt that in so long. But anyway, <laughs> those are the small ways of commitment that you can build up to Absolutely. see if somebody really likes you. Absolutely. It's a priority. And then even further, um, the study showed that. Um, Apparently, 36 hours of quality time together will make you want to have sex with somebody if you like really? them. Really? Yes. It doesn't have to be a consecutive 36 hours of time. It can just be dates that built up to 36 hours. Hmm. Or you spend, like, a day with them and then, like, two weeks from then and you see, like, you three or four hours. It builds up to 36 hours. That's what eventually lets you get to know, like, if you're going to 36 hours? hmm And if you think about it, right, if you just go on dates... No sex, baby. Right. Just dates. Movies, restaurants, activities, mini golf, whatever the top golf. Cause yeah. Y'all now. 36 hours is a decent time. Yeah. When you're not like sleeping over, when you're not having sex. What's 36 hours? Two days. Yeah. Tops. Yeah. It's a day and a half. Because two days is 48 hours. Okay. So right. you know what? I can't do math. <laughs> and that's fine. <laughs> but you know, we're all living our best lives. But the article says for most couples, it's just a few weeks of dating. That's crazy. Yeah. That explains a lot. Mm-hmm. But the last and final suggestion is the 90-day rule. Yeah. And they say that because for new couples, the first phase of honeymoon phase is over. Mm. That's what the study says. I, I ain't talking about no Steve Harvey. Mm. I'm not talking about Mr. Potato Head. All right. I'm talking about the study. The study okay. said the first phase of honeymoon phase is over because mm. you're no longer like you've spent enough time with them. You kiki with them. Like you may lay down to watch a movie, no sex or anything. You've gotten to warm up to them so you get mm. to see like what their real sense of humor is they're no longer just trying to impress you mm. they're more looking for like a partner maybe you get to really see what they're looking for and if not a partner you know that they're a fr- they're a real friend with benefits right you know what i mean mm. i thought that was kind of interesting because like we, super interesting because yeah, we think of the 90 day rule and we're like what yeah you're bugging yeah it sounds crazy but actually in reality i think obviously it doesn't have to be your go-to move you know but if this is somebody that you really realize you like yeah. and you want to see if this is something that's going to go somewhere for real, when's the last time you genuinely enjoyed spending time together? I'm slowing it down for y'all so you can really think, think about, about it. it. I'm not talking about, oh, like, <laughs> we watched a movie, we've been texting all day, and, like, he's mad cute, like, he's yeah. funny on Instagram. His me- No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, you be scratching to see them listen, again. Listen to me. I think mm-hmm. I'll say two things. Mm-hmm. Hearing all that, mm-hmm. I think it's wild that it's pushed on women. Right. Because I think men need to hear this. I think Oh, men, absolutely. Not men need to hear this, but I think men need to do this. Oh, absolutely. 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 You guys, what? I'm not going to speak for you guys. I understand. And one day when we get the, a guy on the show, he'll talk about this because mm-hmm. I want to bring it back to the topic. But I truly think this episode might be for the men to hear this, to hear this perspective and to understand that if you are someone who's looking for something serious, mm-hmm. you don't want to play the field anymore, you want something serious think about this yeah but it's also not a bad thing this is a good thing for y'all yeah you can realize who you're about to waste your time on that's what i'm saying she's not about to do it for you okay exactly it could end really badly and at this age it's like why burn bridges why waste your own time Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah absolutely and the second thing i was gonna say Mm -hmm. 
is that y'all go ahead and head up to Bear Mountain for me <laughs> and do a hike. I'm telling you, this is the best. A relationship best. building process. Yo, Word. this is the best. Even a date. Mm-hmm. This is the best way. Say you guys been hanging out for a couple uh, days, right? You feel a good connection, everything. The conversation is going well. Mm-hmm. You can't. You can't do a hike without making a conversation. Mm-hmm. You're not about to walk and be on your phone. You out, of fall breath, the, yeah, out of breath the whole time, too? You're going to fall off the goddamn mountain. Mm-hmm. The best thing you can do, and the best thing I ever did was in my relationship, was I went for a hike. Mm-hmm. And we went for like a three-hour hike. That's dragging it. But we talked that entire thing. And we went into so much detail. Mm-hmm. I learned about how he was bullied growing up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I learned about like just what he, what made him sad, what made him happy, why he is the way he is. It is so nuts to just see what comes from pure conversation. No other distractions, just conversation. And sometimes you can't do that when you're, you know, on a date or something like that. There's so much pressure surrounding it. A hike, a walk, these things, not me being a relationship yeah. coach. No, but seriously, <laughs> that's why people talk all the time about doing an activity. Yeah. I'm, I like to eat, so if you are a possible suitor, I still would like to go out to eat. I'm not saying I don't. But <laughs> what I am saying is I went on a few first dates and I planned them because mm. I don't trust y'all. Yep. And we did um, an escape room. Oh. It's a great first idea. That I- is yes, good. It's a great first date idea to see if you might like somebody or because you get to, number one, see how they think. Mm. It could be jokes because y'all are going to fail. Pressure. Exactly. And it's it's just a good time. But I do think that we can all benefit from periods of abstaining from sex yeah. and or waiting to have sex with somebody that you like. Absolutely. Even those that you don't. Sometimes like the people that you don't see a relationship with from jump, if you wait, you might really start to fall for them. What I will say before we leave, though, is any guy out there who wants to come on and share their opinions or you just want to share your opinion in general, please make sure to hit us up on Instagram. Make sure to hit us up on the um, Gmail. Mm-hmm. We want to hear your thoughts. Even if you send me a voice note, if you have my number and you want to send me a voice note, I'd love to That's play fine. it. That's fine. Yeah, because I just don't. This is a conversation where we need somebody else's perspective. Right. So, with, with that, that being, being said, said, we'll be back on the next episode. episode. Bye. Bye. Come on, 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 come on,